0: Try a fantastic selection of flavorful coffee blends at thebrosters.com. StevieRichardsFitness.com. Get off that couch and make a healthy change without leaving your home. Amazing resistance band and yoga workout programs at an affordable price that will help you become a band new you. Hear from the pros who live the biz, bro
1: Suck my balls, suck my balls.
0: You must suck my
1: golf balls. Mommy? Yes? Suck my balls. You got a lot of growing up to do, buddy. Suck my balls. Sorry I'm different, but you can just suck my clit and my bath. You know what? You know what? Sad word. <laughs> suck my clit and balls. I don't have to suck your balls. Before this day is over, you will suck bad balls. Suck my balls, fat ass. I will. I will suck your balls, cow. And I will get down on my knee and I will suck your balls. I'll suck them dry, cow. Suck my balls, cow. Well, excuse my French, Mrs. Marsh, but you can suck my fat, hairy balls.
2: Suck my balls
1: and your hairy, hairy balls. Suck my baby balls and your hairy, hairy balls. What is that? It's my balls. <laughs> How would you like to suck my balls? <laughs> What did you say? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Actually, what I said was. How would you like to suck my balls, Mr. Gershie? Holy shit,
3: dude. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of. Suck my balls, suck my balls, my balls, my balls, suck My Suck my balls, the South Park Review. I'm your host in the scene where the air is clean, and I'm lighting up that green. Yeah, boy, MSG. Follow me on that Twitter, Twitter, Instagram, or at Matthew. And going Each and every week, I'm chilling with my boys. They like to buy brand new toys. They sit down and they eat lots of, uh, I don't know, chimichangas and make out with uh, girls who don't have boy toys. I saved that there. And if I was living in Illinois, I don't know. I'm just trying to rhyme things in with go at the end of that sentence. I stumbled. That's okay. Because you're not dealing with the Smith Operator. I've got my own intro song playing in the background. But I'm Matthew Shepherd, And I am joined by the first man up on the scene. This guy, he lives in sunny Arizona, where the sun is beating down 100 plus degrees on the daily. And people ask me, why are you going there? And I say, well, because I like to swim. And I like to see my peeps. But he is the man It's Tamma i am i Terra i am i am i am i am i i i i i i i i i i i i i and, of course, we're joined each and every week by a third compadre. I mean to piss you
4: off I mean to Or does piss you off?
5: I mean to piss you off.
3: Certainly does get upset sometimes. Yeah, but that's politically correct. What's up, Broken Joe Vernola? How you doing? Motherfucker, Scoop! <laughs> I thought he just had a sprain. No, he he broke his. He fractured
5: his oh, foot. Broke? Yeah, it, it's fractured. I thought I told you guys that last week. But you
6: did not. That's what I'm
5: saying. Oh.
6: <laughs> yeah, we just thought you kind of sprained it. That's what you made it sound like. It was just a sprain.
5: Nope, it's fractured. I thought I sprained it, and then like when I went to the doctor, they're like, "No, nah, this is fractured, dude."
3: but we're back to review the neighborhood is it's apparently the neighborhood's going right here guys in my pants and in my backyard and in my front yard and everywhere around me. Oh fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh fuck. Yeah.
4: Oh, oh fuck. Yeah.
3: All right, guys, let's get into it here for suck my balls. Number 80, a South park review season five, episode 12, Here comes the neighborhood. That's right. The neighborhood is certainly crashing down all around as it is the 12th episode of season five and the 77th overall episode of South Park as it aired on November the 28th, 2001. And in this token guys gets his own story. Now currently in this episode, he'll be known as token Williams. Fun fact later on, he's going to be known as token black (laughs) and he's also not the only black child. In South Park, he's also, I'm sorry, he's not only the black child in South Park, he also happens to be the wealthiest.
2: Using my laptop, I hooked into the internet and found a meteorology website. I downloaded the data, and with my dad's video projector, I can show you the graph I made of predictable weather patterns over the next three months.
1: Ah. I also printed out the results on my color printer. Here you are, Miss Chokes on Dick. Very,
3: very good, Token. You get a check plus.
1: All right. Oh, that is such bullcrap.
3: Oh, Eric, for the love of God.
1: No, no, see, this is the fundamental flaw with the check, check, plus, check, minus system. The only reason Token was able to do all that is because his family is rich. My family isn't rich. Oh, come on, Token. Your new house is four times the size of anyone else's in town. And who else gets crab cakes and and lobster tail in their lunch boxes? Your family is rich, dude. But I... Let's just see where Token's clothes come from, shall we? Ooh, our money exchange. Our money exchange? (laughs) All the rest of us have to buy our clothes at J-Mart. Have you ever even been inside a J-Mart, Token? I didn't think
3: so. I didn't think so. Have you ever been inside of a J-Mart, Joe? (laughs) Uh, It's been a while. It's been a while. Scoop, would you visit a J-Mart if it was available to you?
6: Is that even a real store? I don't. I think it's a a K-Mart. K-Mart. Yeah, K-Mart. Well, yeah, I used to, you know, K-Mart kickers, bro, back in the day.
3: Blue light special, dog. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm.
6: Mm -hmm.
3: I had Kmart all the time on the freak. I actually even worked for Kmart for a little bit. My first time in college didn't end very well. That's okay. That's okay. Another time, another place, another lifetime, young Matt.
5: What didn't end well? Working at Kmart or the first time in college?
3: Working well, both actually. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that's all right. Uh,
5: I'm being the asshole here.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm getting hit.
3: Anyway. All right. So let's move on here. Uh, So Token, of course, is the rich kid in school, you know, then wanting to fit in. He convinces his parents to take him to J-Mart, where the rest of the other townsfolk are actually shocked to see the Williams shopping there.
2: Hey, look, these pants are only five bucks a
1: piece. They must really suck. What do you think? What what brand are they? It doesn't matter, Mom. They're poor people pants.
3: uh, Isn't that the Williams's? Huh?
1: Oh, yeah, it is. What are they doing here? They can afford to shop at Cherry Creek. You see that, Sheila? The Williams is a shopping here. I don't get it. He must pull in
2: at least $200,000 a year.
3: Son, can you just hurry it up? I don't think we quite fit in here now for that context scene, they're standing in the store and everybody starts looking at them of course the undertoning nature of this episode is that a lot of people in south park are racist and now you've got um you know the black towns shopping at their goddamn jmart what the hell's going on you know joe crazy time
5: It, it is crazy times the uh it just really made made me laugh a couple times. Just how over they were with it. Um, there was something else I was gonna say, but I'm stoned, so I forgot. I don't know. Oh, and an eyelash in
6: my eye. dude. she? Whoa!
5: Shit. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, it was just I just popped a little bit inside for the Cherry Creek reference.
3: Yes, I got that too. <laughs> yeah, like, I totally I yeah. Cherry Creek, and I was like, oh, I live down the street in Cherry. <clears <clears throat> throat> like, they can could miss. totally shop at Cherry Creek. In fact, I went to Cherry Creek Mall not to shit on this place, but one hundred percent correct. Everybody who shops there is bougie. And they shop and it's because it's just fine stores. And I'm not even saying, you know, with the diamond hands, we wouldn't even go in there to get a nice suit every now and then or get a nice, you know, lunch or something. But I'm not trying to fucking hang out at these places. <laughs> like the way these fucking people go there and shit, I'm just like, it's ridiculous. I need to go to the other mall. Um, lot, lots of rich people. Have you ever been in that situation, Scoop, working in retail where you're working with people who think they're better than others or like they end up shopping to other people because of their monetary status?
6: Uh, I worked at Hollister. Um, some people would try to come in like they were better than other people, but it's like, yo, bro, you are shopping at Hollister? Like,
3: who are you? Hollister, <laughs> you know, who the fuck are you, guy? Joe, how about you? Do you ever work around type those richie type folk? Um, outside of the Navy,
5: not really. Hmm. But
3: nope. I I did fine dining up in North Scottsdale. Um, for oh, me, God. Rant. Mia Francesca's. I worked as a waiter. I made good fucking money, but yeah, it was a lot of fucking horrible, nice, horrible people. But I'll tell you the one highlight out of that, not to deviate away from this show, I met Howie Long for the second time when I was there. It was pretty cool. So, (laughs) first time I met him when I was in high school in Montana as a bag boy for Safeway, and I bagged his groceries. And then the second time, it was his waiter. I was like, bro, it's pretty cool. I keep meeting you,
5: dog. And he's like, I don't remember you at all. Get away from me.
3: Actually, once I told him I was from Montana, they liked that because they knew that I wasn't just some fucking weirdo. They were like, oh, we love Montana. (laughs) I was like, yeah, I was I met you in high school. And then, you know, and then I was in or I was in Arizona. So I was still young. So there was just a young guy. You know what I mean? So. Now, the next time I meet him, it's going to be when I work for Fox Sports. And I'm like, yo, this is the third time I've met you. <laughs> you don't remember. But guess what? I've been waiting for this moment again for the rest of my life. Now uh, you'll yeah. remember, Howie. he you'll so fucking remember. remember. Remember me. So they went to j and following this token back to South Park, returns to hang out with the boys, but is continued to be made fun of because he brings over the Lion King on D-V-D. Atrocious.
1: Hey, guys. Oh, hey, dude. Did you bring the movie? I sure did. Hey, you changed your clothes, Token. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I did a little shopping at j well, you know. All right. right well, let's just watch The Lion J-Mart. King. Carmen's cheating anyways. Here you go. What's that? It's a DVD of The Lion King. DVD. We don't own a DVD player. Yeah, dude. Nobody does. They're too expensive. Not too expensive for Token's rich ass family, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> don't you have a VHS of it? I only have this. Oh well. Let me take this disc up to the Enterprise and see if Captain Kirk can decrypt it. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus, dude! <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. We'll just have to find other stuff to do. <laughs> What's a VHS? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. I like the end of the scene here. Fucking Cartman just takes the fucking DVD and chucks it up into the air and walks out. I was like, that's fucked up. <laughs> that DVD's twenty dollars, Eric. That's fucked up. But
6: um yeah, probably, about- probably back then it was probably closer to like yeah. fifty or, or I think like when DVDs first dropped, weren't they like 49.99?
5: Yeah, so I was gonna say that one was like, yeah. It's like tossing around a video game at that that's- point.
3: This is 2001, so the, if we recall, the Okama Game Sphere is supposed to be based off of uh, either the PlayStation 2 or the Xbox, correct? Yeah. So uh, you would have to think maybe their game console would have the fucking DVD player. Right? How, yeah, but
5: whose house were they at? Because I don't, I don't think they were
3: at Stans. I don't think I don't think so. But, you know, it's also all of theirs because, you know, you shouldn't have done that. He's just a little baby <laughs> boy. <board filler. laughs> right.
1: You shouldn't have done that, he's just a boy, poor little feller.
3: Shouldn't have done that. Anyway, let's move it on here after that. a so Token upset guys. He, you know, is like, he wallows and they give Token some time here. In fact, so much time that they actually gave Token his own song. If you're watching this on YouTube, I might forget to take this out. And if I do, and we get copyright struck, I don't care.
2: Why can't I be like all the other kids? They all have three-bedroom homes, broken trucks on their lawns, and cut up hot dogs for lunch. It's not my fault my parents succeed so much. There's no one in town I can relate to. I play with autographed baseball bats, while everyone else just plays with sticks and fine cones. Has a boy ever felt so alone? well who needs them anyway I won't pretend I'm something I'm not if I can't be poor I've got to deal with what I've got if I can't be like them what I need is more kids around so I'm not the only one and then I won't be so down please God Send more rich kids to my town.
3: Please, God. Send more rich kids
4: to my goddamn town. Goddamn.
3: Did you guys ever have any rich kid friends when you were growing up, Joe? Um, yeah, I actually had quite a lot
5: of them because it was like, um... I live ju I lived just on one side of the street to go to one high school. But like literally if you go like half a block, maybe half a mile the other way from my house, it just starts getting like super affluent and shit. I'm like I was like right at the fringe of the uh qualified for the rich kid part of town, but I wasn't actually, I don't know. But yeah, I had a lot of rich friends.
3: So like I went through spurts in my life where my parents kind of had financial ups and downs. Like, so I remember being like, not poor, but average as a young child. And then right around the time I was in middle school or right before middle school, telling of elementary school into high school. My dad was making really good money. Uh, But then my dad, being the hippie that he is, didn't like the kind of grimy style that comes with that being upper management. So he just didn't want to do anymore. You know what I mean? So he went back to his regular job, which was fine. And then they let him work from home. And then we ended up moving out to Montana. So, and then, I mean, my parents are average now. But like I, I was never. I don't ever consider myself the rich kid. Even when my hat, my parents were making good money, like the way they were, and I got like you know twenty bucks a week in allowance. I still never felt like I was the rich kid. You get what I'm saying? Like I couldn't go to my parents and be like, "Can I have this? Can I have this? Can I have this?" No, you can go fucking work for it. <laughs>
5: right, and that's how it, and that's how it was. For me too, like, I, but I knew my parents had some money, but they didn't like really share it. Mm-hmm. Or I shouldn't say share it, but like they didn't spend it on me. But the
3: uh oh, my parents spent it on me, but they always made you feel like you they weren't. Like I remember when the Xbox came out, and that's all I wanted, dude. That's all I kept talking about for months. What do you want? I just want an Xbox. What? What do you, I just want an Xbox? I want an Xbox. <laughs> but what? No, I want an Xbox. That's all I kept asking for for months. And then finally mm-hmm. they were like, all right. So they gave me my first present the night before. And they were like, here, we want to give you an extra present tonight because we didn't get you an Xbox. And I was like, Oh, okay. That's cool. Next day. I got a Xbox. So like, that's the kind of shit my parents would do. You know what I mean? So they would that's never it. like it or make you think you could just ask and get, it. I had to fucking put that work in and asking and behaving for months. <laughs> Scoop, what about you? Did you ever grow up with any rich friends or have rich friends?
6: Uh, I was the rich kid. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Ace. Like, I had and rich that? friends. See, that's what I'm saying. I knew I had rich friends, motherfucker. Uh, yeah, no, I always grew up as uh, the guy who had rich friends for sure. Like, no matter what. Like, I think they just, have, like, people just, you know, know that I'm not going to take advantage of them for money. Like, And then they'll tell me and I'll be like, oh, that's pretty cool. You got money. Sweet. So, can we like go on your jet ski? <laughs> like, that's those are the kind of things I asked. So, like, can we use your hot tub? <laughs> like, I'm not trying to get your money. I just, you know, I just want to try it whenever you get. Can I,
5: can I play your Dreamcast? Can I play your Dreamcast? <laughs> can I like jump <laughs> off your trampoline and into your pool while trying to
3: slam dunk? That's exactly what you're thought. Oh my God, that was sixth grade at Tony's house <laughs> with Tony, Mikey. And Nick? Damn, Nick was the young kid. of the of the group. I was, and me and Tony were the oldest. Anyway, flashback there. Shout out to Tony that Vega. If you ever... like,
5: that sounded like Goodfellas for a minute. Tony and Mikey and
3: Nick. Yeah, this is weird. Yeah, shout out to Tony Vega if you ever crossed my podcast. How you doing, bro? Uh, so, yeah, I never, I had a lot of reach friends. I had a buddy named Freddie. or that's not what his name was. That was his American name. He had an Egyptian name. He's from Egypt. Was like Fred Rock and Fred Rickberts, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Something like that. So he's like, just call me Freddie. So he was rich. He was cool. Um, But yeah, and then, you know, I had some regular friends. I didn't have a lot of like too many rich friends. But anyway, rich friends are coming to town is because after that, guys, this gets the attention of many rich celebrities along with them uh, in particular. And we have to point this out specifically because this is the theme of the show. They're all black celebrities. And strangely enough, that being Will Smith, Jada Pinkett, Oprah Winfrey, P. Diddy, Kobe Bryant, Snoop Dogg, and Bill Cosby, we we'll all decided to move to South Park itself.
1: Well, here it is, our home-to-be. Oh, well, it's beautiful. Hi, welcome to the neighborhood. Well,
3: thank you, young man. We're the Smiths.
1: Ah, oh, a local boy. You shall be our new playmate. I'm Frederick. This is my sister, Lisa, and my brother, Daniel. I'm Token. Ah, oh, Daddy is a very famous actor. What does your daddy do? Uh, he's a lawyer, I think. Oh,
3: quaint. quaint. Kids, why don't you go play with little Token while your mother and I check out the town?
1: Very well. Come, local boy. Show us how to play your mountain games. All right. Thanks, God.
3: Thanks, God. Thanks, God. Well, I guess Token got what he wanted as more rich people arrived. Now, of course, if you do look at it, this next scene we're going to talk about here with Mr. Garrison, he gets annoyed by having all these rich people or richers and cash chuckers. Damn, richers. Uh, they're less affluent citizens, of course, are going to soon to fall. Now, originally here, Mr. Gerson does make a good point that as more people who have wealth come into your neighborhood and buy up property and increase the value of said property, it increases your overall taxes, which drives out people who may not be able to now afford to live in that area, right? So, Mister Garrison makes a logical amount here, and they kind of—you think—they're still kind of walking the line here. Like at first, you think he's going to talk about something racial, but we'll—we'll uh, we'll talk about it more after the clip. Look, there's more of them moving into our town. You know, Oprah Winfrey is building a house up on Cannon, and some Snoop Doggy Doo doo built a gigantic place on Maine. Yep, new there goes the neighborhood. neighborhood. That's the fifth family of them that's moved here. Yeah, Seems like it, all of a sudden a South Park is being overrun by those types. Hey, what are you saying? What types? You know, the... Yeah, that's right, Cash Chucker. Go have fun with your $2 million house. <laughs> <laughs> so as you heard, I spliced a couple of clips in there just so we could get the... The big hit the word of the day there cash chucker you cash chucker <laughs> i never heard that before this episode of south park when i first ago think they were
5: trying to take spear mm-hmm, and just oh make it and make it close enough to
3: interesting that's interesting.
5: that's how that's how i've always interpreted oh, it the last 20
3: years that's- That's a good point, it's a good call out. Well, even Token realizes that these rich kids are completely different from him, all speaking with snotty rich accents and doing typically upper-class activities like polo, which Token cannot understand. Uh, I didn't clip the polo part here, but here's when they're about to go shopping.
1: Token, these are Oprah's newly adopted children, Dominique and Zizi. Hello. Hi. Cheerio! Like ah, the and these names. are Puff Daddy's kids: P Diddy, Mini, P Poofy, Bite Size, and Puffa Diddy, Diddy, Puff Pun Size. <laughs> wow, rich people here, sure did hey, I got a great idea. Let's all pack some lunches and go sweating. Oh no, we're going shopping. shopping. Shopping! Yes, come, Token. We're all going to head down to the mall and buy some of the stores.
3: Oh, all right then. Puffa Diddy, Puff Puff Puffa Diddy, Puff Puff Fun Size. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So, still filling out of court plays. Uh, now as he's hanging out with these kids, um, he decides there's only one place that he left. He can go and that's the zoo. And this all culminates. What happens is he's, you know, he's hanging out playing polo and kind of getting his ass kicked in the game. Cause of course he doesn't understand. And he just wants to do normal kid stuff, you know, cause he's grown up in a small town, right? Most of his life. So even though his family's wealthy, which he asks his parents about, he doesn't really understand the concept of money itself. Like when he's showing around the kids. He's like, yeah, this is my parents' stuff. And they're like, yeah, our daddy has seven. And they're like, oh, okay, wow, I'm so glad you came because there wasn't a lot of rich people here before. Well, why not? Why doesn't the daddy just do another movie? What? Yeah, sometimes our daddy gets a bad script and we have to tell him, daddy, please, it's $20 million. $20 million, daddy, it's $12 million after taxes, daddy. And then it's he does- twelve million million after taxes, daddy. And then he does a movie. Uh, okay, that's great, 20 million.
6: stone to be with daddy sometimes.
3: $20 million is great. So yes, he, like, like, he doesn't understand that because he's growing up in this small town and he's just trying to fit in with his friends, right? So for him, these rich hoity-toity hoity toity games or whatnot that don't really resonate with him as an eight-year-old. But what does resonate apparently is going to be going to the zoo, but this is after seeing the boys playing on Rochambeau.
1: What the hell are they doing? Is that fun? I don't know. We don't have horses, so we can't play. Well, let's just play our game then. All right. All right, I'll start. I'll kick you in the nuts, Kenny. <laughs> I'll kick you in the nuts, Dan. Oh, oh. I'll kick you in the nuts, Carmen. Ow. <laughs> I'll kick you in the nuts. <laughs> you see, you must pay attention, Token. I was able to jolly-roll your Davishmere with a full castle. This game is too confusing. How about we have a snowball fight? A snowball fight? How barbaric. Yes, Token. If you want to play such savage games, I suggest you go live with lions. <laughs>
6: Have you, guys, have you guys ever watched, like, a polo game? Or yeah. Like, that no. shit's actually kind of intense. And it could get scary, bro. Like, you can knock each other off your horse. Fuck, yeah. get trampled on. Take your word for it. It's not something I've ever been interested in. Yeah, dude. Like, the one... one uh, when I was, I think, 12 or 13... My dad, there was this work party and it was at this huge mansion and they were playing polo in the back. dude. They were like knocking each other the fuck out and shit, dude. It's intense. Like, you get fucked up in polo, bro.
3: Like, uh, I wasn't really, I mean, I might be interested in watching or something,
6: you know. Yeah, I would never want to play it
3: yeah no i I don't want to play it but it's like uh, i wasn't really into lacrosse and then i filmed for a season scouting for high school boys and the girls cross for like a couple different teams schools and whatnot in the district and i was in college and i was like damn this game's kind of intense (laughs) i was like with this fucking lacrosse i was like holy shit so like i had a better appreciation for it when you know you actually do get a goal and all that shit so like i was like damn And, like, for the kids to fucking catch the ball at that speed, too, with their fucking stick, it's fucking crazy. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, that is nuts. So, this poor people now in South Park, guys, begin to segregate just like they did between 1865 and the 1950s, 1960s. And um, as more rich people and more and more as the original residents make up various laws which go against the rich people, disallowing them to eat at certain restaurants – drink in certain bars and forcing them to sit at the front of all buses. Says the front seats are first class, basically only allowing them to go to better places than the other residents go. Now it starts off. We first saw Kobe Bryant. He walks into the bar, sits down. Hey, what are you doing here? Yeah. Can't you see the sign that says this place is for people living well below their means? (laughs) <laughs> and they're like, yeah, you can go to the I forget what the name of the other bar was Across the street If you want to get yourself some good beer Well, no, we just wanted some cheap beer tonight, guys And he's like, well, you you need to get out We don't serve people like you We're not going to stand for this You know, his friend's like, let's just go, Kobe We'll be back, you'll see So they leave And then, yeah, well, let's play that clip now of Bill Cosby It's hysterical Oh,
4: boy, we're going to the zoo We can eat yellow pudding Oh, this is going to be fun, kids. We're going to do. We could hit the general boot at Chocolate King. Hey, <laughs> what are you doing? If you're going to ride the bus in South Park, you're going to have to sit in the front. Yeah. Yeah. That's where the first class seating is.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. How do you like that, Richard? Well, it's very nice, actually. Yeah. All better. Very,
6: nice,
3: very comfy. Uh huh. It looks yeah. like it. It's very comfy. Yeah. Well, it looks like it. They just do such a fabulous Stupid rendition of Bill Cosby and put in a
4: duck a cake and the ride a bus. Oh, it's really nice. Thank you.
3: <laughs> so, uh, you know, the, uh, while this is going on, of course, Token then heads to the zoo to inquire about joining the Lion Pride.
2: What are you doing here, boy?
3: You, you talked.
2: I, I understood you. I must be becoming a lion. You're not becoming a lion. The only
4: way you can do that is to see Aslan. Who's Aslan? Very well. Walk this way. Very well. Walk is this Is this the boy who's been living in our realm?
2: Yes. Are you Aslan? I am. Well, I'm Token. So, you want to live with the lions, do you? Yes. Um, great Aslan. I don't fit in anywhere else.
4: And what makes you think you'd fit in with us?
2: Well... I don't know.
4: Do you like jokes? What? Jokes! You know, funny, ha-ha! Us lions love jokes. I like jokes a lot. Hmm. Then there may be hope in you yet, young apprentice lion.
3: So, interesting here. Token joins the lion pride. And uh, he's going to be the next, uh, I guess you might say, scar? It's a circle
4: of life, and
3: Jimmy, how are No, all right, yes.
5: Nah, so when you gonna
3: buy me a pizza, bruh? Gonna Go buy me a day. pizza, bruh. Uh-huh. and bread, They are on the side. The cash chuckers is what they're calling them. Uh, They are unfortunately being met with some disdain, as we mentioned there, you know, after Kobe leaves the bar, Mr. Garrison concocts a plan in the most, of course, racially motivated undertone here, I'd say for the episode. Now, the end is bad, of course, but this one really hits hard is let's burn a, a tea on his front yard for time to leave. And if anybody knows about what the Ku Klux Klan are all about, it's the symbol of burning of the cross in relation to racism. It's usually what they're doing to try and indicate that they're going to come for the individual who has the pigmentation of Negro and are going to skin him up, kill him and or burn him. So uh, that was where this originally comes from, kind of like a symbol, like we're coming for you, boy. That quote unquote, that would be from them, not for me. So they, that now moving on here, token, uh, you know, of course, I'm sorry, the cash checkers then are now trying to fight back against all these rules. So they're like, we're going to do a million millionaires, man, March millionaires, people who are millionaires. So they are walking to the seat and they see, I'm sorry, they are walking through the street and see chef. Chef is sitting there plowing his driveway and they say, come on, brother. Come with us. Now, of course, them thinking that because he's black, he must be rich as well. Chef explains to them that, you know, he's not rich, that, you know, he makes a moderate living as a chef at a elementary school. And they then tell him, well, if you come march with us, we'll give you $100. And he joins up. Now, if I had been chef, come on, dog, you should have at least tried for a 1000
6: Right? Like <laughs> He was just like, oh, $100. Uh. We shall persevere. Yeah,
3: he, he went
5: super.
6: Hello.
3: Or at least I would have gone even further. Okay, I want $100 from everybody here. That's what I would have pushed for. Because then everybody who's a millionaire there is all going to fork out $100. I mean, was 100 the first offer? I mean, he,
5: he has to leave himself somewhere to go. I yeah. mean, like... You really could have done it
3: for twelve fifty. Ah, you did it. Good job. I love it. <laughs> you really could have done it for 12 I really think you got away Wait a minute. That's a reference, of course, to last week's episode, The Entity, which you can go back and listen to, which is available right now in all podcast outlets on YouTube as well. And uh, So go check it out and tell us what you think. You can also email us at suckmyballspod at gmail.com so after they get him to join up token is uh hanging out with the lions but unfortunately is kind of growing annoyed with them they make some stupid jokes uh fart jokes they're immature right and so at this point uh token decides that uh he's no longer going to stay with the lions and he's going to leave and go back home he has his i've learned something here moment of the day when Azon says but i thought you didn't like your friends and he explains to them, well, I thought that I did, but I just realized that, you know, everybody's going to make fun of everybody and be in their own special way. And that's what makes them who they are. And those are his friends, right? So let's go to this clip here as he's about to leave. Perhaps you would like a stick of
2: gum? <laughs> no, thanks.
4: Gone on. It's
2: No, because there's a spring in there. And if I pull the gum out, it's going to hurt my finger.
4: Oh. So you don't want any gum, then? Are you sure? Go on, try it!
2: Ow. <laughs> Ow. It <is> good stuff.
3: <laughs> 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 Jeez, <really? laughs> so dumb. So dumb. <laughs> So now that he gets back, uh, he sees his friends and his friends, you know, of course say, Hey, what's going on dudes. And he's like, Oh, Hey, I was surprised that you want to hang out with me. I thought you guys didn't like me. And they're like, why would you think that? And he's like, well, cause you're always ripping on me for being rich. And Stan's like, dude, we rip on you because we're guys, we rip on everybody. We rip on butters because he's a wimp. We rip on Kyle because he's a Jew. Kyle's was like, we rip on Stan because he's in love with Wendy and Stan's like, yeah, I get it for that. And then Kyle's like, we rip on uh, Carmen because he's fat. Yep, yeah, we we rip on him because he's a smart ass. Yep, yeah, we rip on him because his mom's a crack whore. Yep, yeah, we rip on him because he's an egotistical prick. Hey, are give me already? <laughs> so he rips on him and it says they explain that they only picked on him, of course, because they're guys. So they then decide to him that they're not going to tease him anymore for being rich and instead mock him for being such a pussy since he was unable to stand being called rich.
1: Logan. Hey, guys. Dude, we're going to play football. You want to play? You mean you want me around? Sure, dude, you're a friend. Yeah, I know. But you guys always rip on me for being rich. Dude, just because we rip on you for being rich doesn't mean we don't like you. Yeah, we're guys, dude. We find something about all our friends to rip on. We make fun of you for being rich just like we make fun of Butters for being wimpy. They sure do. Yeah, and like we rip on Kyle for being a Jew. Right. That's right, huh? And Stan for being in love with Wendy. Yeah, I get it for that. And Cartman for being fat. Uh-huh. And Cartman for being stupid. Yeah. And Cartman for having a whore for a mom. Hey. And Cartman for being a sadistic asshole. Hey, you gave me a 80 You're right, guys. From now on, I'm fine with being made fun of for being rich. Oh, but we're not going to rip on you for being rich anymore. You're not? No, dude, because since you got your feelings so hurt for being ripped on, now we think you're a pussy. Yeah, so now you're a pussy. Pussaholic. Come on, Nurse Tolkien. Pussaholic. Pussy. Yeah, what a
6: pussy. pussy. Yeah, you're a pussy.
1: Wait, I like being ripped off for being rich
3: better.
6: (laughs) That's totally a guy move, though,
3: too. Like, come you fucking pussy. Let's go. Like, look, I don't care. I don't care if it's 2021, Okay, Behind closed doors. I mean, I know that girls probably talk shit too, but guys talk shit, all right? We don't necessarily degrade women, but we fucking make fun of each other more than anything. (laughs) I'm just saying. So in the meantime, now, Mr. Garrison goes to extremes because he sees the newscast that says about the Million Man March is coming. And they're like, oh, we lost against the rich people, right? Because they're like trying to get rid of them. So Mr. Garrison comes with the idea, what are rich people afraid of the most? And Jimbo's like, ghosts? And he's like, bingo. (laughs) Go home and get your white sheets, and we'll come back here and we'll spook them out of town. Spook them out of town. Mr. Garrison, of course, is convinced that uh, all the rich people are scared of ghosts. And so it is with great determination that a decent rich American... Actually, no, let me start that over here. And so then we get to the press conference here, guys, and we've got the mayor, right? And the mayor is talking with the millionaire, uh, that being Will Smith and all the black celebrities, the millionaire March. And as the newscast uh, notes that they didn't have enough uh, black millionaires. So, that, of course, they had to hire some and hire migrant workers as well uh, to be there. And the mayor then on TV is going well, to explain to them, you know, hey, you know, we're coming to a resolution. We like you guys. And then the ghost people are going to show up. And so it is with great determination that us decent rich Americans have gathered to say we will be separated no more! Yay! This certainly has been an enlightening evening. And
2: as mayor, I accept your petition and will abolish all separation law. Yeah! And I want to assure the nation that is watching that South Park is not a town of prejudice or bigotry.
4: Woohoo! What the, <laughs> oh. God, the hell, ah! Ah! Carl? Do you see what I see? Yes, Martin. I do believe this town is hainted. <laughs> Kids, go find the level. and get in. You didn't tell me this town was hainted. I didn't know. I didn't know. Ah! 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 Ah!
3: It's working.
4: They're scared to death.
3: So of course, sure enough, the rich people are scared. Flee the town upon discovering that it was hainted. Which is, of course, you're saying haunted, but it's a combination of hate and haunted there, is what I got from it. Hated. And uh, Mr. Garrison then resolves by saying that he plans to sell all the houses and become rich himself. Uh, then everyone points out that, of course, he would be only becoming rich, which, you know, he hates rich, rich people. So he would become the thing he hates. And then he responds, by, and this is where the episode ends, by saying, yeah, well, but at least I got rid of all those. And damn, and then he says the N-word. Or he's trying to say it, but it cuts him off. That was it. We just saw the last of them speeding away in a van. All, all right. right! They were so scared, I'm sure they'll never be back. That's great. And now we can sell all their homes and become millionaires. What? Uh-huh. But then you had us do all that for nothing. Don't you see? If you get rich selling these homes, then
1: there will still be rich people in South Park.
3: Yeah, you'd become what you hate. Well, yeah, but at least I got rid of all those damn n- na-
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> So that's how the episode ends. We're going to go to our word from our sponsor. We'll be right back with our trivia, pop culture, and some more continuity, as well as our top moments of the episode. Yo, what's up, guys? Check out our fancy, dancy, stonerific threads here that we picked up from TheBakedBoysClub.com, our brand-new sponsor. We're sporting them. Joe over there is always fresh looking. I mean, Joe, how fresh is that shirt? It's fresh. It's fresh. And then you got Tom about Tom about Scoop here, Ian. I mean, he's looking pretty saucy, or as they like to call it, the saucy t-shirt. Yeah. I mean, look at this guy. He's just a sexy beast with that t-shirt. Mm. And of course, I've got the amazing NES shirt here. So, guys, to get this great apparel, visit thebakedboysclub.com, use the code SUCKMYBALLSPOD, and you'll save 15% off your order. So, not only can you get baked, but we're going to save you some money so you can continue to get baked. So, visit thebakedboysclub.com, bakedboysclub.com, use the code SUCKMYBALLSPOD. Baked Boys, not just a brand, not just a brand, it's not just a brand, it's
6: It's a lifestyle. lifestyle.
3: And we're back, of course. Thank you to our sponsor, TheBakeBoysClub.com. Visit TheBakeBoysClub.com, and you can go ahead and get yourself some fancy, fancy t-shirts. We all held our t-shirts up just now. If you're watching this on video, nobody had the fucking shirt on right now. But I do. Oh, you do? Good for him. He's he see? Scoop's feeling good. He's looking fresh. He's always fresh. That's the Versace, by the way. I don't even know if it's being yeah. sold anymore. Nope. It's, uh, it's now limited edition Scoop Jacksons. So check out bigboysclub.com. They put out limited edition type of a uh, cannabis related apparel. Uh I was gonna mail it to you, but I might just, just bring it to you since I'm gonna be there in a couple of weeks, bro. So mm-hmm. just gonna I'm just gonna bring it to you. Uh but yes, bigboysclub.com use our code suck my balls pod, you'll save 15. They're, they're coming out with shorts too. Oh, I know I saw that. Follow them on Instagram. They're always pu- putting out cool things. Big Boys Club, not just a brand. It's a lifestyle.
6: Scoop. Let's take that. away the trivia. Right, so, that. this is the first episode where Token Black lives in South Park. In Cartman's Silly Hate Crime 2000, he lived outside of town and was busted in for diversity. Token Song, If I Can't Be Poor, is auto-tuned on Hulu and Netflix. HBO Max, too. Wow. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> the mm-hmm. name of this episode is in reference to the phrase, there goes the neighborhood, which is an expression of regi- resignation and disapproval of racial minorities moving into previously all white neighborhoods.
3: Oh, boy. oh, I didn't know that was where that was from. I thought that mm-hmm. was just the all type of, uh, oh no, I guess what you were saying, I, I guess, you know, my, all minorities, I thought it meant maybe more poor
6: people. I didn't think minorities, but yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> Snoop Dog's call Snoop Dogg calls Will Will Smith William. But Will Smith's full first name is actually Willard.
3: Snoop Dooby Doop Doop. Snoop Doobity Dog? Or whatever. <laughs> Snoop Dizzle Dazzle. Snoopy. Uh, Joe, you want to read some of the pop culture references Sure. Ian you, Ian, you wanna read the content <laughs> at the end? Sure.
5: The boys play a game very close to Monopoly, but apparently with a very heavily inflated monetary system. Although Stan did say the Cartman was cheating, one of the player tokens is a dreidel. The head character, the character Aslan, head of the lions, whom token joins, is a reference to Aslan from the Chronicles of Narnia. The character is made to resemble the version of Aslan from the 1979 movie The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. The sign in front of the lion exhibit reads Africanus lionus carnivorous in homage to the Warner Brothers cartoons where the Roadrunner is using fake humorous Latin for the coyote and Roadrunner as introductions. The real scientific name is Pantera Leo, although only although that is only implied for the regular lion. As we talked about earlier, J-Mart is a parody of Kmart. While Token and his parents are shopping at J-Mart, Sharon mentions that they can afford to shop at Cherry Creek, which, as we talked about earlier, is in an affluent neighborhood and is infamous or famous for being upscale.
3: Didn't they have a shooting there as well?
5: Yeah, probably. there's, There's a lot
3: of shootings up here, actually. Weird. Yeah, it is. Somebody that's supposed to be—that's why weed got legalized because they were trying to chill everybody the fuck out. Like, just smoke weed and relax.
5: No, we sold our
6: soul, dude. The recreational tax on fucking weed is thirty-eight percent, bro. Oh, dude, that's lower there than it is here. Yeah. What is what is y'all's recreational?
5: It's like forty-three or some something like
3: that. that. (laughs) But I but they end up offsetting a lot of it by making the contents cheaper. Like I look, yeah. Like I looked at my wax that's high quality and I'm paying 25 for out the door. It's like on the receipt, it says $12 for it. So like they're trying to offset it for you. (laughs) Yeah.
6: Well, they're not here. They're not offset it. Dude. If I go into the dispo, try to get a half ounce, it's going to cost me 245.
3: There's because
5: there's so much product here and there isn't an overflow of product in Arizona yet. Like Oregon, Oregon has the same thing where it's like super, super cheap because they, they can't give this stuff
3: away. It's,
5: they have so much of it.
3: Bro, in Washington, I could get fucking top, top quality shit that I paid out here for 40, if it's like 40, 50 bucks, I could get it out in Washington for 20. And then sometimes I'd get the discount and I'd get the fucking big syringe thing, the Blue Dream big syringe one for like 10 bucks, bro, because they just fucking couldn't give it away. And a lot of people actually prefer flour up in Washington too. So because of that, wax is cheaper, whereas flour is more expensive in Washington. So yeah. there because of the supply, whereas but, so it's a little bit harder for them to get where it racks. But it, the weather is so nice up there that the wax doesn't just like melt away or get really goopy like it does in Arizona if you don't fucking smoke that shit. Right. Or if you don't keep it in your freezer or in a cool area or something. You know what I mean? Uh, dude. you dude. Know?
5: And there was the last one Uh, inside Will's house. There are movie poster parodies of actual Will Smith movies, including Nutty Nutty West, which is the wild, wild west. Guys in dark suits and black sunglasses, which I'm sure we can guess what that is. Uh, The Legend of Baggy Pants, which is a uh, spin riff on The Legend of Bagger Vance. And badass boys, which is of course bad boys.
3: I'm a little disappointed now, thinking back that we didn't get Cartman fanboying over Will Smith at some point. It's on the wild, right. wild west, the wild wild wicky wicky wild wild, 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 wild wild west. Me and Cloud Fire are gonna save the day, wicky 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 wild.
6: Scoops, you want to finish up our continuity? Here? Uh, yeah, let's jump into the continuity here. So when Cartman is done giving his project, he tells Miss Chokes on Dick that he will make her eat her parents—a reference to Scott Dennerman Must Die. I love that part. <laughs> what was that? Netting. Netting. This is the second time that someone has dressed up as a KKK member while trying to be a ghost. The first time was in Pink Eye, when Principal Victoria dressed Cartman up as one.
3: Right.
6: Aspen is mentioned several times in this episode, one on Tokens Forbes advertisement, for instance. And this place later on gets featured in Aspen.
3: That's right. Also, I also, there was a whole, there was a couple things about goofs, but I just wanted to point out my own goof that I noticed when token is leaving the lion den and he still has his hand caught in the gum trap. He's walking away with it still on his hand and it literally changes one frame and then it's not on his hand anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Oh, they took it off hand. Okay. I would have liked to okay. see, I would have liked to at least see him drop it or something. But anyway, yeah. there's your, uh, full recap. Your pop culture, your trivia, your continuity. Now we're gonna talk about our top moments here. When we finish off the episode. Scoop, what did you like here?
6: So, uh, like Joe, I liked Snoop's rap. That was pretty funny because it was just pretty balls to the walls, so, like cringe worthy and everything. Oh, wow, wow. And then uh, Will Smith wanting to be a cowboy. I thought that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I can finally be a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> we can get
3: horses and everything. Oh. <gasps> Did these kids' names? I thought that was hilarious. Did you put that one, Joe? Yeah, that was me. I like that. Puff Daddy, Puff Daddy, Puff Puff, Puff Daddy Jr., whatever. Yeah. What Mini Puff. Size
6: Puff. Bite size. Yeah, puff. bite size.
3: <laughs> like yeah. Uh, what? Oslan, you liked The Lion? Who wrote that one?
5: Yeah, that was me. Just like how over the it was just one of those examples where they beat a joke to death so much that it starts becoming funny again with like how stupid the jokes are, how stupid the accent and voice is. Oh, is this the one that wants to live with the lions? <laughs> a lion in
3: our realm? Do you like jokes? Jokes. <laughs> funny, funny jokes. Do you like jokes? Yeah. Yes, I do. Well, then you may be fit, young lion apprentice. <laughs> yeah. I like how he said lion apprentice. Uh, of course, chef's recruitment, you put that as well? Yeah. It just
5: when they were having the millionaire march, it, the fact that they just assumed that chef was rich. And then they're like, well, here's a hundred bucks. Come on. He's like, <laughs> right away. And then you,
3: who put Garrison B in races at the end?
5: Um, it's not that I was a fan of him being racist or anything, but like it was you could tell most of the town was just being kind of racist with it and beating around the bush the whole time. And then Garrison just like out and out, like you Almost appreciate that he's upfront about it, whereas there are so many people that hide it or will say something kind of, you know, under the radar or kind of snide. Like, wait, was that kind of right? Was that right? Like Garrison's like, hey, yeah, I just got rid of all them.
3: And the last thing here, <laughs> you put as far as I'm, you didn't like the auto tune. No, because I was watching it
5: um i was watching it last night on hbo and then i heard the auto tune and everything i'm like this doesn't sound right and then i went back to the uh website you watch everything on which i think has the dvd rip rips if i'm and i'm like no sons of bitches totally fucking changed it and i just that's like they go after spielberg and George Lucas in later episodes for doing the same fucking
3: thing. I don't think it's them. I think it's once they hand it over to the network, the network does it. It's like anything, right? When you're leasing the libraries and content, once they have the rights to do with it, they have okay. the rights. To do it. They want, yeah, won't, yeah, yeah. Right? ban the episodes, remove things. Whether it's South Park or Peacock, right now everyone's complaining about the WWE Network. So right I mean, it's just a worldwide movement of this political correctness bullshit and, and i don't know why they auto-tune it though that's okay. a weird fucking thing though yeah and uh
5: real quick on that wwe thing yeah it's happening on peacock but it's actually wwe making the cuts so anything that's getting cut on peacock is getting cut on international versions too
3: yeah well obviously they want to keep the continuity of course yeah so they don't want to like uh, give people the reason to VPN it because if you give people the reason to VPN it, then they're just gonna do that, right? So yeah, that's what I've been doing. That's what I'm saying. They're trying to avoid that by making you just use Peacock because you're just gonna get the same shit. <laughs> so, um, but that's all we have, really. Scoop, did you anything you didn't like about the episode? Uh,
6: the auto tune. I thought that was kind of. Once, once they pointed it out in the trivia, I was like, whoa, you know, the song suit kind of sounds shitty. So I didn't like that. And um, I didn't like that Kenny didn't have, like, a, a, this is going to be, like, my biggest pet peeve in some of these issues going further down the road is when Kenny doesn't have a role in it. And that just kind of bugs me because, like, you know,
3: fuck. Well, ready whoa. to be further bothered by it. Kenny had one line in this episode, guys, this is why we don't do, we didn't do our weekly segment of what did Kenny say? He, he only said, ow, and that was when he died. Uh, but Scoop, to your point, unfortunately, in your case, next episode, our very next review is called Kenny dies. So you're not going to see much of Kenny anyway, bro. And maybe I should wait until next week
5: then to next say what I was going to say. Yeah.
3: Next week. That's a nice little teaser there. And it's, well, you also following that we'll have uh, one of my favorite episodes, the season finale butter's very own episode. So that's oh, coming up here too. As we wrap up season five here on Suck My Balls, episode number fucking 80. We did it, 80 episodes. It's a little bit of a milestone, but it'll be even more when we get to 100 itself. You guys, we appreciate you listening to us each and every week. We appreciate your feedback. And of course, as I mentioned at the top of the show, I'm your host in the scene where the air is clean and I light up that green. Yeah, boy, MSGGG. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Matthew underscore Schaffer. Each and every week, I also host Light the Fuse with Ben Amin and Chris Silvio. It's an AEW podcast review show for a week. Recap AEW Dynamite. As well as if you're interested in highly edited content by myself as well, you can check out Patreon.com slash Stevie Ray TV for the 10-time WCW Tag Team Champion, the WWE Hall of Famer himself, one half of Harlem Heat, Stevie Ray, Patreon.com slash Stevie Ray TV. And if you can't, if you don't got the money, at least join us live on YouTube or on twitch.tv slash Stevie Ray TV every night, mostly Mondays through Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. I can guarantee you'll get Monday and Tuesday no matter what. So go ahead and check that out. Joe, anything to say before we go?
5: Uh, not a whole heck of a lot to say. Um,
3: yeah. Just see you next week. See you next week. Just ja, scoop. scoop, days, scoop, days, scoop days. Any parting words for the peoples today?
6: Just wait for the new floor. Then
3: buy the dip. Wait for the. He's been saying that every week. Buy the freaking dip. And of course, we thank you for listening to another edition of. Jack my best, Jack my best, my best, my best.
2: Second dress.
4: i to listen to? Well, Sound Sound Review Network has plenty of shows to choose from. Like Rat Sound Review, where they discuss the latest rock and metal news, as well as interviews and albums.
3: Album vs. Album, the King Diamond Podcast with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and sometimes this guy, Schmackamagab! Ralph Vieira is also on our network with the Vieira Vault.
4: There's also Old Man Metal's Musings, where he discusses heavy metal and beer. Music is Life with Lou Mavs, the right opinion for those who love politics a south park podcast called suck my balls the infinite fringe watch a watch-along wrestling show called beyond bushido ex stradivarius guitarist. the timo Toki podcast
3: and the great harry barnett with i don't even like podcast and the laugh cast so check out ratsoundreview.com or search ratsoundreview on youtube podbean itunes spotify stitcher and more